Welcome to the Co-Founders Show. I'm Delphine Koal, your host and the Co-Founders Coach. In this third season, I'm exploring the root cause of tensions and conflicts in the Co-Founders relationship. Whether you just started your partnership or have been going for a few years now, this episode is here to help. Allez, on y va. Let's dig into our next episode. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back for this third episode of the third season of the Co-Founders Show. Maybe you will know by now that this series is all about, you know, conflicts and tension in the co-founders relationship, delightful topic. And the way I do that is I look into the different root cause and theme which may have an impact on the co-founders relationship. So today, the theme I want to bring to this episode is money. Ah, money. <laughs> Actually, quite a big topic, isn't it? And whoever you are, a co-founder, a solo founder, whatever job you have, you would have a relationship with money. We all have one. So I would ask you, what is your relationship with money? Have you ever thought about it? Money should be having no order or color. However, it does attract or it repels. Money brings opportunities. Money brings tensions and war. Sometimes it's quite dramatic, but it's true. It should be a neutral concept, but it's not. Money is full of emotion and stories. And that's what we call money mindset. And as I just said, we all have one. It's a combination of things and one of them being our parents' relationship with money, for example. So if you come from a background where money was maybe not flowing, it's very likely that your parents were very careful with how to spend it. Maybe they were not buying too much, very careful about the price. And then they developed this mentality around working hard to earn money. Often we bring that into our own mindset. We bring how our parents perceive money into the way we perceive money. So why is that a relevant topic for us today? First, money mindset is relevant for all founders. We all have to work on it at some point to progress. Because if we don't, it's very likely that we will remain smaller than our potential. How many founders I met, and I was one at the beginning, where we are so terrified to price our services because we think it's going to be too expensive for people. That is a huge blocker for many new business owners and something we all have to work on. Also, money, cash, the moolah, is a core pillar of any business. It's the fuel which makes the machine work. We can't have a business if money is not at the heart of it. And you would have heard it many times, I'm sure. Know your numbers. That's a key advice that we receive in business. Even in my years at Eurostar, when I was working in the marketing team, our commercial director was always saying it, know your numbers. Understand the number of travelers, the number of sales, the revenue numbers, the marketing budget. Know your number. It's so important. So, like for the personal vision that we touched on in the last episode, if you haven't listened to it, I encourage you to go back and have a listen. You have as many money mindsets as founders in the business. 
So if it's two or three of you, you'll have two or three different way of approaching money. And it can go very well. In many cases, it does. But it's a theme which can create clashes in some cases. And there's different ways that it can bring tension. One more obvious example, I would say, is let's say, for example, one founder has more of a saving mentality, and that would be in life and in business. And the other founder is more of a spender, has no problem spending money. So you can easily, what's happening here, you've got two different behavior on the opposite of the spectrum. In a way, if the relationship is balanced and the right conversation can happen, then it probably brings a good balance to have two people on different sides of the spectrum because they can, through conversation, agree on the best investments without being too shy or overtly spending or not thinking too much about it. But if there is no healthy discussion about it, that's when the risk of conflicts become higher. Because as a saver, you're likely to disagree with your partner's decision to spend. And as a spender, you're likely to get frustrated by the extra caution of your partner. So that's one obvious example, and I've seen it a few times. But another thing I've observed with one client, actually, well, two co-founders' clients, is that actually money was a bit of a taboo topic in their partnership. And I'm sure this happens to other partnerships as well. Money can be a taboo in families. Money can be a taboo in many things. It's one of the things we don't talk about, like sex, like a lot of things. It's just taboo. We don't say how much we earn. Some people don't like to talk about it. However, how on earth can you run a business when money is taboo? But it was in their case. Obviously, it was unconscious. They didn't realize it, it was taboo. When they realized, they were really thinking, wow, no, absolutely, we shouldn't keep that, you know, under the carpet. But at the time we started working together, it was a bit of a taboo. So, One was bringing more money to the business at the time that we worked together. And so she felt that she, you know, it was probably more for her to pay for some of the behind the scene tools, for example, or maybe it was something else. I mean, it doesn't really matter. The point is she was paying for stuff because she felt that she was the one who had to pay for that stuff because she was bringing more money. But she didn't really share the cost or the investment with her business partner who was in the dark. Actually, she didn't even know that some of those small investments were being made. I'm saying small because they were not big investments. That they would agree. Like working with me, for example, or other bigger investments, they would definitely agree on that. But it was the smallest stuff. And still, the one spending and investing in that smaller stuff started to be resentful. But she had no platform to bring it up. She didn't know how to talk about it. And for her, it was so obvious that it was her to buy them. But then she didn't know how to bring it up. And it's that inner resentment, which actually is building over time. Alongside other things, don't get me wrong, there's always more than one thing. There's never just one theme. But one theme can exacerbate the whole, the whole thing. What I think is important to mention is that it can start from the small things, which are actually not big enough to raise. So we swallow them, we keep quiet, 
It's okay, it's no big deal. We don't want to make it a thing until it grows to feeling annoyed, even pissed off at some point. So those small things that we don't want to raise are often the starter of bigger frustration coming later. And that is what we want to avoid, getting to that place of frustration, building to anger, just because it's obviously not a good place to be. So how can you go about it? How can you resolve this if you feel like money is a touchy topic in your business relationship? Well, if you're early in your partnership, then talking about your money mindset is definitely one to add to your agenda of things to cover. You know, if you have a, a list of things you want to talk about in terms of looking at how compatible you are, how you are going to work on these ways of working, add money on the agenda. What's our relationship with money? How do we want to deal with money? And as I'm working on this area, actually, I'm thinking of creating a resource specifically for new co-founders of themes to openly talk about it in the early days. You know, it's like getting married and never talking about Should we have children or not? <laughs> That's an obvious one. You would talk about it before you get married, usually. There's a lot of things we don't talk about before get getting engaged and would save a lot of misunderstanding and pain later. It's the same in business. But if you're experiencing those tensions right now around money, it could be a bit awkward to call your partner and say, hey, let's talk about our money mindset and how it's impacting the business. Your partner may say, huh? What does she want? What you can call, though, is a finance meeting. Hey, let's look at the numbers. We haven't done that in a long time. Let's look at the revenue, the spend, the projections, the profit. Let's have a proper review of those figures because that will allow you to use those more tangible data, information, to have conversation around the softer question around money. And like I've done for the previous episodes, I actually have three questions for you that you can use in such a finance meeting, for example, and ask each other. So the first question is, how do you feel about those numbers? Okay, I know we're talking about figures and then you bring the touchy-feeling question. However, that very simple question of how do you feel about those numbers can help to make the other person talk about their money mindset without awkwardly asking, hey, what's your money story? It's much more natural than to talk about it. And you will pick up many insights in the response by just asking it this way. Maybe they will share that they feel nervous about not enough money coming for what you spend, or maybe they will start sharing the investment they want to make to grow even further. It may not be fully formed in their head, but it will start those important conversations, and you will pick up a lot of insights about their money mindset by asking that. The second question is, how much revenue do we want to make by that time? Let's say by end of this year, by end of 2024, if you are doing it at the end of 2023, for example. What investments do we need to do to help us get there? So that is much more of a finance question, less of a feeling question, 
But that's one we should all ask ourselves, but we don't always. And asking that specific question about investment helps to open up those conversations confronting different behaviors around investment. And you do so while looking at the figures. So it's less of a subjective or emotional conversation. It becomes actually more strategic. And the third question, which is actually another quite rational question, is how often should we review the budget together? And what this question does is it helps to make sure that it doesn't remain just a one-off conversation. And then you go back to not sharing as much. And because then the problem may come back at a later stage. You set together the right frequency to have those conversations. So it becomes an ongoing dialogue. Nothing stays in the dark. You have a space where you can raise any concern you have. Anything coming up in between any small frustration, you know you have a platform, a space where you can bring it up without building resentment or without being aggressive. You just bring it in those more strategic conversations about money. So we're coming to the end of this episode. I hope you found this useful. At least that it made you think about your own money mindset and how it's impacting you and your business. As you can see, the key message here, and it's been the same in the last few episodes, is to create opportunities to talk about that stuff. So create opportunities to talk about money. And if it's a touchy topic to use the numbers and the spreadsheet, use the more tangible. So don't hide behind those numbers, but use the more tangible topics to manage some well-needed conversation around your different relationship with money and how you want this relationship to be when you work together on the business. I promise you, your business will thank you later. So I'm just going to repeat the three questions one more time. The first question How do you feel about those numbers? The second question, how much revenue do we want to make by that time? What investments do we need to do to help us get there? And the third question, how often should we review the budget together? Thank you, everyone. I'll let you go now so you can call that finance meeting with your partner. And finally, air what's been bothering you lately. Good luck with it all and see you. Well, see you. You know what I mean. Rendez-vous au prochain épisode. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Co-Founders Show. If you're currently experiencing tensions with your business partner and it's starting to impact your business or even your mental health, I can help you to overcome those tensions, reconnect and realign. Get in touch with me on LinkedIn or at delphine.coal.org. I can work with you as a team of co-founders or one-to-one if that's what you need right now. And finally, if you like this episode, I would be so grateful if you could give the podcast a five-star rating. Also, you can share it with other co-founders in your network who may learn from it. À bientôt!